Here's what's coming up on today's show. I love this ability to connect via video, via Zoom, and be able to have meaningful relationships that uh, have no agenda other than to connect in a more positive manner. Make sure your retirement can stand up to anything that comes its way. It's time for Badass Retirement. How to be financially fearless with Jose Sanchez, CFP. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. It's Badass Retirement. How to be financially fearless with Jose Sanchez and myself talking investing, finance, and retirement. And is your advisor an effective communicator? That's the topic of conversation today on the show. And of course, Jose is a certified financial planner. He is an advisor, obviously. And we're going to dive into this subject because I think it's very, you know, definitely a very important one for sure. And if you've got questions or anything or some concerns and you're not already working with Jose, or even if you are, but you need to reach out to him and talk about some stuff, remember, you can find him online at josevsanchez.com. That is josevsanchez.com. And you can schedule that quick start uh, right there on the website. And so since June is designated as National Effective Communications Month, that's a mouthful, we're going to talk about this. What's going on, my friend? How are you doing? Mark, I'm doing good. I'm excited for today's podcast. We have a lot to talk about, and communication is something that I think we have improved on over the years. So Mm. yeah, let's just jump into this. Yeah. And obviously the pandemic has shifted some things in this uh, interaction process with clients. And, uh, you know, especially the last couple of years been very different. Things looked a lot different, not only from the, you know, the world standpoint and how we do a lot of things, but also in your industry. So it makes a lot of sense to talk about it again, kind of in in honor of this uh, June National Effective Communications Month. So uh, Jose, more than 41% of advisors actually reported an increase of communication with their clients during the pandemic. Were you in that group? Did you feel like you were seeing an increase? You know, I, I pride myself in increasing communication. I'm not sure how this study was done, but you know, I can I can see a lot of advisors utilizing multiple sources of communication from mm-hmm. podcasts to YouTubes to uh, dub and bomb bomb videos that just bolt right into the email. So I think we're in a time that allows us to communicate more. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not we're actually doing it as professionals, not only as financial advisors, but the entire gamut of different professions, mm-hmm. I would say, yes, we kind of been forced to since COVID, pre-COVID, we had a lot of this stuff already teed up. So it kind of made a nice uh, transition for us. Right, and right. there were some surprising things that came out of this, I think, for a lot of advisors, a lot of professionals that um, lend well to how we value our time. Yeah, I think early on, especially for our demographic being, you know, retirees, uh, maybe pre-retirees, let's say, you know, 55 up. I think early on, there is probably, maybe even especially older, like 70 or plus, they might be a little bit hesitant to want to get into their uh, numbers and their financial data online, right? That was some of the initial pushback we were hearing from people, you know, getting on a Zoom call to talk with their advisor and not feeling comfortable, you know, sharing, you know, vital information that they felt like could be, you know, snatched out of the air or whatever the case is. But I think we learned pretty quickly societally that we needed to kind of, we, well, we didn't really have a choice with things being closed. We kind of had to move our way through that. So I think that's one reason probably why communication increased. Ha- have you seen a sustained increase uh, through the last two years or maybe as it picked up a little bit here these last few months just because of the sheer volatility? In communicating with clients, since we launched the book a couple of years ago, since uh, okay. we wrote the book, Leaving the Labs, 
I, I think that that has helped me in promoting that and increasing, letting people know that that exists. And once they find out about that, they're like, well, you know, how, how do we get more information from you? We have a system and process for allowing individuals to gain more information. And I think the spirit of communication for me as leading with education is providing education, right? And that education is general to the masses, Mm -hmm. which is by design, right? We can't give specific advice over a podcast. We can't give specific advice over YouTube or anything like that. But if you know the IRS code, or if you know the general advice and you're in the ballpark, you can start to ask additional questions that reflect what you're trying to understand, what more gaps, what gaps do you have that you want to make sure you uh, learn more about before making a decision? It's the process of making an informed decision. Yeah, yeah. And definitely we talk in generalities on the show. So we try to share hopefully useful nuggets of information. Well, um, you know, so in March of 2021, Jose, Smart Asset Survey, uh, and we can throw a link into the show notes of this uh, if you want to check it out, folks, showed that less than 10% of advisors contact clients in some form at least weekly. So less than 10% weekly as of March 2021 from this survey. Now, to your point, contact could be uh, an email blast, a, a podcast being released, right, or whatever. But what do you think? Some bullet points here. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, 10% of advisors, that is not a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, less than 10% of advisors contact their clients weekly. It, it really depends, right? And, and so uh, it, this is kind of kind of interesting, kind of, you know, self-reflective. But when we look at this, we got to ask ourselves as consumers, do we want to have that much communication? That much, yeah. I was going to ask you yeah. that, yeah. And, and weekly is a lot, right? It is but a it lot. Depends on depends on what kind of information. Mm-hmm. And, and so one of the things that, um, that I think lends well is having a video. We love to consume information. The majority of us, I believe, love to consume information via video. That's what the statistics show. Now, I communicate with clients via a daily email. Okay. And that is a lot of information. Uh, when clients, uh, when we connect and I ask them, are they receiving my daily email? They often tell me no, or they haven't seen it in quite some time. And a lot of that has to do with spam filters. Sure. And yeah. I know that um, Apple changed their their way of processing things. So a lot of stuff is getting shoveled into spam. So often when you are subscribed to that daily email and that information that is in that daily email is not selling stuff, right? It's providing information content that is educational in nature. But often that is a space that I dominate for a lot of my clients, for a lot of people is that junk mail file, right? And, um, you know, that's good and bad. And so on one hand, it's there. On the other hand, um, you know, those who receive it and are reading it, they love it. They love the information and that's good. Other individuals know that it's there and they can always jump into their spam folder or they, you know, they put it into another folder and they can read it at their will. But, um, you know, that's something that we have done that is increased our way of communication. That's just one component of it. Yeah, I I agree with that first comment, though. I mean, weekly, yes, if you were getting called weekly, that would be too much. And that would probably feel very salesy. And we probably all experience something like that, Uh, even if it's the person you're working with, right? So that could seem to be overkill. I think 
you know, using the different mediums that are out there and dripping what I guess you call it dripping on the clients where it's like, hey, here's an email with some things to ponder. We sit it out. You read it at your leisure. You get to it when you want to or you check out the podcast biweekly. We do these by uh, bi monthly, actually. Right. So we send out two a month. I guess. That, no, that's biweekly. <laughs> so we send these out, you know, every two weeks or whatever the case is. And it just kind of allows additional content without, you know, feeling overloaded to your initial point. Yeah. You know, I think in this day and age, we have so much oh, noise. Yeah. We're hammered, we have so yeah. much stuff and uh, being able to pull that information of what we like, what we enjoy. You know, I, I don't take any offense for somebody who doesn't read my daily email, but right. it's there. Right. It's, it's there for those who really enjoy it. And some people really enjoy it, right? Sometimes I'll include a shout out to uh, my hometown where I grew up in Pecos and in Glorieta and, and to those people there. Sometimes I'll talk about you know visiting uh, Jojo the Donkey out in California mm-hmm. and kind of the inspiration part of the inspiration for the badass retirement podcast. Uh, you know, so there's different things that help other individuals, uh, but there's also general information that I think is good education, good resources, good tools, good links that often, you know, from the daily email push on to our quarterly snail mail newsletter and often get thrown into the, what we're talking about now yeah. in the podcast. We'll be right back to today's show in a moment, but if you're enjoying the content so far, be sure to grab copies of Jose's book, The Seven Most Powerful Words, which will teach you one simple hack to master negotiation and save money. Leaving the lab, learning a central money tool so you don't nuke your retirement, and diffuse the seven steps to protecting your 401k from the ticking tax time bomb. These books plus other special items to help you prepare for retirement are all part of Jose's Ultimate Retirement Toolkit. You can get the toolkit for free by visiting the link in the show notes of today's episode or click the Journey Starts Here button on our website, josevsanchez.com. Well, I was going to ask you, you know, what form of communication do you see people liking? But you kind of already mentioned that the videos obviously seem to be very uh, popular. And I think that we all agree. We, it's, sometimes it's a little easier to consume that stuff. But uh, podcasting is still quite, is actually grown and become quite popular as well. So let me just jump to this question then. Uh, we all know in-person meetings decreased during the pandemic. Obviously, we couldn't go anywhere or whatever. Do you find now that people have gotten more comfortable with that? I talk with advisors and a lot of them are saying their clients are requesting it now almost like, hey, is it time for my annual review? Why don't we just do or my you know quarterly review or my you know half year review or whatever? Why don't we just do it over Zoom and that way nobody has to go anywhere? You know, now the gas prices are really high, that seems like an appealing option again as well. Mark, it's extremely appealing. You know, think about the old world uh, and how we used to do things, how we were kind of conditioned or even programmed how to do things specifically with client meetings, the client had to travel. And here in New Mexico, uh, we have some distance that we often travel, right? Mm -hmm. It might be over an hour for a client to come and visit with me at our office Mm -hmm. and an hour back. So that's two hours out of their day, plus half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour during the meeting. That's a long time. That's a long time commitment. Not to mention, like you said, the increase in gas prices. And if you're going to make that trek over here to meet with me, or vice versa, I'm going to make that trek to go over there to meet with you. We probably have to eat as well, right? So there's sure, all yeah. these things that can add up into this. The old world mentality, the old world of thinking. And you know, if you think about it, so much was spent on uh, trying to impress the client by having the marble floors and having the nice office space oh, and true. all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and for for each, you know, some people like that, and that's great, right? That's just not you know, reflective of who Jose Sanchez is, what, you know, the Badass Retirement Podcast believes in. 
all that is important. Presentation is important. Sure. Being very purposeful is important, but, but substance is the, is the key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so when it comes to scheduling meetings, what we've changed is the default option is to schedule a zoom meeting, having that in-person meeting is only by request. Mm, okay. And what I found, you know, providing that kind of that option to have a zoom meeting first and just scheduling a zoom meeting in advance, typically clients don't don't seem to care. Object. Yeah. They don't seem to care. They don't object to that. Yeah. Uh, and whenever they ask about a in-person meeting, I say, absolutely. Sure. But here's yeah. what we're giving up. You know, we're giving up a half an hour of your time to get here, half hour of my time to uh, prepare and get here. And, and then we got to go home, right? We have to go ahead and, and disconnect, disengage and, and so forth. And so it's a little bit of time commitment and that's okay. We can go ahead and do that. Or we could be much more efficient with our time and, uh, you know, spend that time rather than having a in-person meeting and, and kind of uh, getting to know each other, especially if you're a new client. I love doing that via Zoom. And then once we figure things out, right, whether there's an opportunity for us to work together, let's go sit down and have a cup of coffee. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think telecommunication affects the relationship aspect of it? Because one thing that I think a lot of advisors really pride themselves on all across the country is you know, it's it's unlike dealing with a robo advisor or some fairly disconnected big brokerage thing where you're just a sort of a number uh, working right. with an independent individual and, and a, a firm like yours. You know, it's a little bit more boutique. You've got that nuance and you've got that relationship and the digital video telecommunication thing. Some people, some people, it turns them off because they feel like they can't grow a relationship. But I don't know. What do you think? You know, I, I think it's is improved my relationship with my clients, right? Oh, so, well, that's cool. With with clients here in New Mexico, you know, we can sit down for lunch, we can sit down for a cup of coffee and they don't have to worry about being sold, right? We've already gotten that out of the way. We've already started the implementation side of the mm-hmm. thing, of their plan. We've already started the engagement process of gathering information and so forth. So when we sit down and have a cup of coffee or have a meal together, break bread, we're talking about things that are beyond the dollar signs and the question marks. We're talking about things that you know, our the life relationship stuff. Yeah. building. Yeah. And for those individuals that are outside of New Mexico, a lot of them, we've already uh, kind of traveled, vacationed to meet with them uh, oh, wow. and connect with them, which is a lot of fun, right? I enjoy going out to California, to Arizona, to Colorado and meeting with clients. But the uh, Zoom thing, on yeah. the year, you know, <laughs> we're going to be traveling sense. into Texas and, and uh-huh. uh, you know, kind of vacationing and, and uh, meeting with some individuals. That's, That's cool. cool. That's though, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't have to take my work laptop and, uh, you know, files and, and that kind of thing and just be kind of working all the time. So I love it. I love this ability to connect via video, via Zoom is the platform that we utilize and be able to have meaningful relationships that uh, have no agenda other than to connect in a more positive manner. I gotcha. Okay. Well, you know, I think in any relationship, business or profession, you know, obviously being able to express yourself clearly is essential, you know, being able to reduce the confusion or conflicts or misinterpretations obviously is key. And certainly in the financial realm, you know, there's a lot of X's and O's and sometimes jargon, any industry's got jargon, but big words and things of that nature that people don't always understand. So what's your kind of communication philosophy with the practice? Uh, What do you see as like the important key factors of your role when explaining or developing a financial plan for somebody? 
you know, I think it starts with the statement of purpose, right? And uh, some advisors call this the one-page financial plan. Some advisors also call it uh, values-based planning, but it's the statement of purpose, right? What What is your overall objective? And what it comes down to is for most people, it's something that is meaningful and close to them. It involves family, it involves their favorite hobbies or favorite things to do. And once we understand that, once we've talked about that, we've gone through the values conversation and we create this document, it's really an executive summary of their financial plan that includes that one or two things that is truly important to and that priority. From there, all the numbers, all the puzzle pieces can fit together, reminding the client and the advisor and the additional professionals that are involved in this process, what is important to this family unit, to this individual, and keeping it top of mind allows everybody else and all the other parts to really kind of fit together in a very specific way. And so I think that that is really meaningful in this whole process, right, is understanding the values and the goals and how they relate together. I think that's a great way of looking at it. And obviously, everybody's a little different. So as you're developing that, you know, we talk often and we, we've we only got a few episodes in, but as we continue to talk, we'll, we'll talk more about the fact that there's these universalisms, that, if that's a word, that affects all of us, obviously, in the world of retirement, right? There's needing income and there's the income and the outcome and there's, you know, Social Security and insurance and all these different kind of things. And they're kind of universal, but it's how they work how they interplay and how they affect your unique situation that you know makes your retirement strategy. And so that's where that communication comes into play. Uh, and you can get a lot of that information online and through different things as we talked about, but that's the universal piece of it. You really need that professional there with you, I think, and that's where that relationship factor comes in to design that plan that's going to be best for you. And I know there's a lot of information out there, you know, left and right. Some say we're in the information age. Others say we're in the disinformation age. I think it's good to get a healthy amount of knowledge, but then really sitting down and working with someone and finding that right communicator for you is really important. And that's what the podcast is all about. So with that, I think we're going to wrap it up this week. So we appreciate you guys hanging out with us as we talk about, you know, being an effective communicator. What's, how are you feeling about all this Zoom stuff now as, as clients? Do you enjoy it better? Do you kind of like that extra time back that Jose talked about, that freedom to, you know, have the conversation in your living room, you know, with a cup of coffee and your jammies on? Whatever the case might be, uh, it's definitely changed a lot of things. So if you've got some questions, you need some help, reach out to Jose as always. You can find him again online at josevsanchez.com. That's josevsanchez.com. He is a CFP, a certified financial planner uh, right here on the program, of course. And this is Badass Retirement, How to Be Financially Fearless. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever platform you like to use. Just type in Badass Retirement in those uh, platforms and in the search box, you can find it that way. Or you can just go to Jose's website, josevsanchez.com. Thanks for hanging out, my friend. I appreciate your time as always. Absolutely. This was fun. And uh, let's get together and have a badass cup of coffee and uh, reach out to uh, Mike, Melissa and Elena. They're at Badass Coffee House in Albuquerque, New Mexico, or reach out and we'll connect at some point. There you go. Yeah, that's Jose's favorite drink for sure. So uh, that's another way you can just have that good communication. We'll see you next time right here on the podcast. This has been Badass Retirement. We'll see you next time.
Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Guidance, LLC, a registered investment advisor. All comments made during this podcast do not constitute specific investment, legal, or tax advice. Have a wonderful day, and God bless.